Around Comics, Episode 50. The Chicago Minicon. This is Around Comics, a weekly roundtable discussing topics in and around the world of comics. I'm your host, Christopher Neesman, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime and the producer of the show, Brian Salazar. Hi, Chris. I'm over here standing next to Mike Huddleston. No, I'm. Uh, what's going on, guys? This is interesting. Uh, this is nuts. Uh, next is our Around Comics regular, the monkey in the middle, Mr. Tom Caters. Hi. I don't have anything to say. It's really Tom's overwhelmed. He's dumbstruck. <laughs> and shy, our other sorry. Around Comics regular, the host of Word Balloon and our good friend, Mr. John Suntress. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I'm in the caucus of the Moonstone creators, and we're going to uh, be addressing the floor and proposing a new change in comics shortly. <laughs> this is a real convention. It really does feel it, like Yeah, it does. This is this nuts. Is a... um, everyone listening out there, first of all, welcome to our 50th episode. Woo, 50! We quit. I feel so old. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> We're done. This is our Good, final... Good, you guys gold watches, and that's it. Thank you, thank yeah, you. I hope yeah. you guys enjoy it. Beautiful Timex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... Guys, 50 episodes. It just seems like you know, yesterday we were talking about getting this crazy thing started. I, I was doing some calculations, and I think I figured out that I've wasted like three years of my life in 50 episodes. Somehow, I transverse time, space 100 time. hours of crap. No, I figured, you know, it's like 50, okay, so that's 50 episodes. That's at least three hours an episode recording time. Plus the two or three hours of editing time. Drive time. Drive time. Then the time we spent on the website. And then all the research. I mean, we've literally spent like 9,000 billion hours working on this thing. But you know what? This is it's a hell of a... Pentagon uh, math there. I like that. Yeah, that was very like good. That. I like that. It well, was, it's all worth it, though, because just like to, today is... To explain is, all of the background <laughs> chatter that is much more than we usually the canned, have... The canned crowd noise yeah. that we... We brought in a live audience. <laughs> we put together... Not not even for our 50th episode, it was really just kind of chance that this happened. Because we were going to do this two weeks ago. Right. And then had to reschedule. But we really kind of figured out that there were so many fantastic Chicago area creators. Why not put together a signing just for an afternoon and have them come to Dark Tower and record with them? And just happened to be this week in our 50th episode. We're calling it the Chicago Minicon. And gosh, who do we have here today? We got uh, Len Cody, Mike Huddlestein, uh, Francesco, Bill Reinhold, Tom Kelly, Dave Walker, of course, uh, Michael, Scott Johnson, Scott Johnson, Rafael Nieves, Jason Malay, Michael uh, Laverie should be here Michael in just Laveri a moment, be here soon. Um, and a couple of surprise guests. We didn't even know were coming. Yeah, a couple of guys that you know. I, me and Tom were talking earlier. We, we've renamed it the Chicago FlashCon. It's just like <laughs> Flash it really is. Yeah, it's like we just up. you know we hung a sign and like creators, comic creators, just came make out of the woodwork. So much money, guys. <laughs> Are we charging? Do we charge for this? <laughs> I, I, I'm spending money. I know that. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, hey, be, before we before we get in here, um, our, our regular announcement is, and yes, Sal, I have moved a bunch of the other oh, announcements to the middle. It only oh. took 50 episodes. Yeah, yeah. robot robot Chris <laughs> uh, got the right programming this time. 49 horribly long beginnings. <laughs> 
to let everyone know, normally we record every Friday evening at Dark Tower Comics and collect a much quieter, a much quieter Dark Tower, and it is located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. We would love to meet you. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I was distracted. Francesco was waving. At I know. Me. I, he is a sexy lad. That I, Francesco. You know, it's just so weird. It's like like a couple of months ago we were at Wizard World Chicago, and half these guys I was standing in line to get sketches and and mm-hmm. sign it. You know, autograph books from. Mike Ove and now they're spit just on me once. Now he's, he's at, <laughs> and now he's at something that I did not organize but showed up to. <laughs> no, no, you're you're all part of it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, you know, we we do have a new contest yes. to announce, oh, and, yeah. and, the, and the details will be available on Monday at the site, but I am really, really excited about this. Uh, we're calling this the Exterminator's Bug Hunt. The Bug Hunt. And bug Hunt. We, you know, everyone out there that listens to the show knows that we love The Exterminators. It is a fantastic book, and uh, I got in touch with Simon, Simon Oliver, the writer, and told him that we were interested in doing an Exterminators theme contest, and we're going to take the second arc of the Exterminators, and there's going to be ten items to find in those issues. Email us the correct answers, and we will draw from all of the correct entries, and the prize pack is going to be really, really cool. Signed trades from Simon, uh, a signed script from one of the, I believe, wow. the first issue, and... And a bug. And a, a dead bug. And a, and a bug. <laughs> well, not a live cockroach, but I think a sketch of a cockroach from Tony Moore. Wow. That's so. and, and, the, and the clues are all being handpicked by, by Simon, Simon himself. Yeah. He was really into the he's whole thing. He's doing it. He he, he's doing it. Yeah. Not some Hollywood underling. That's right. <laughs> Him personally. Five dollars and do it himself. We'll do so it when so. this episode airs, just go to aroundcomics.com, and we'll have, I'm, I'm sure, a button for the Exterminator's Bug Hunt Contest. Absolutely. This will be fun. I think we're going to probably, probably run it out for like six weeks or yeah, so. Yeah, we'll, it'll go for a while. It'll give people a chance to go back and get those issues, and uh, if they already haven't you know, picked them up. What issues? Do you know what issues exactly oh, that I, is? I think, is it, it, I think it's 789 or, seven, six, eight, 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 or okay. 6, 7, and 8. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Chris Somni issue. And, that and was normally we wouldn't like you know make people buy something to enter a contest, but we don't feel bad because Exterminators is such a good book that you're if you haven't read it, you're gonna win either way. Right, exactly. You, Even you, if you've read them once, yeah. reading them again, read them again and read find them five some times. yeah, find some interesting. And who, knows, and who knows what the, uh, the 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 ten things are gonna be? I mean, we might you might see stuff in there that you didn't. No, exi- you know, you didn't see the first time around. Who knows what Become Simon's going to one of us. One of <laughs> us. You know, and, and, the, and the reason and the reason I want to run it for like six weeks is if you hadn't had a chance to read the first arc, it's a perfect opportunity to get Bug Brothers, the first trade. I think it's nine ninety nine yes, it from uh, from Vertigo, and so so worth it. Absolutely, it's a dense read. All right, well, guys, I I think that's that's our announcements. I'll get back to the other announcements in the that's middle it? of the show. That's Sal. all the announcements. Yes. Oh my god. All sorts. Um, but this is our 50th episode, so I think this is going to be a little bit of a walk down memory lane. We're going to. Is it a clip show? <laughs> this is your life, sort of. Who can I forget I that time? <laughs> best of. We can forget that time we came here on a Friday and <laughs> sat around. Talk comics. Talk comics. Well, well, you know, history of the show, we started out doing this. Hey, hey Tom, do you remember when John Byrne called himself an asshole yeah. on our show? Remember that? Called himself a fucker. A oh, fucker, that was it, yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember it was so long ago. But history of the show, 
we just kind of got together and talked about doing this thing. We originally did this over Skype from you were at your house, I was at mine. We, you know, Tom would, would chime in every once in a while. We'd have different guests here and there. And I think, you know, what, around episode 16, we moved it to the store, and it has been... There's been, uh, there's been a good 24 good episodes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we hope. Out of 15. I mean, out of 15. We're, we're almost batting 500, I almost think. Almost 500. That's pretty good. We're Not sky, bad. What do you, you know, we're leading we, the league. We, we, we met John through the show. We did meet that's John. That's very true. That's, and, you know, been and great. And I feel like I've known you all my life, John. Well, that's, that's a beautiful thing, Chris. And, uh, <laughs> stay away. <laughs> <laughs> the restraining order has been sent out. Well, I tell you what, guys. Um, you guys uh, talk uh, amongst yourselves, and uh, I'm going to call one of our former guests. Hello, is Andy Parks uh, there? It's me. There he is. <laughs> there he is. Hey, it's crazy up here. It's insane. But we had to call you anyway. It sounds loud. Yeah, we, we, we put together a little signing, and a bunch of people showed up. Shocked the hell out of us. This is good, this is good radio. <laughs> What's you guys got a bunch of artists there? Yeah, we, we got like like 15, 16 creators. Francesco, yeah. Bill Reinhold, Mike Huddleston, uh, Scott Johnson's here, Rafael Nieves. It's it's crazy. It's nice. Yeah, it, it's nuts. So, Andy, you are our first call-in guest on our 50th episode, and we had to call you because you've kind of turned into one of our, our running, uh, uh, not not jokes, because you're not a joke. <laughs> you, are a running joke right? you are now a running joke. Yeah, no. but you're a running joke on the show now. Nice. <laughs> well, I'm flattered. We always encourage people to be as cool as Andy Parks and give us an iTunes music review. So, right. so I heard you. some punk said I wasn't all that cool. What's his <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about, Andy. He just doesn't know cool <laughs> is what it is. Uh, and I, I think we, I think we may even be giving your uh, your partner in crime Phil a call here in a little bit. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So um, I guess we should talk about what you're doing here real quick. Um, Irredeemable Ant Man came out a couple weeks ago. Very cool stuff, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really proud of that book. I, I, I think uh, I really like Kirkman's style for this book. He, he set out to make something that's real dense and gives you a solid read. And he challenged Phil and I. You know, there's a lot of stuff to draw in that book, but I think it's been really exciting for us. So hopefully we're giving him what he needs. Seems like you, uh, you, you guys are going to have access maybe to some other characters in the Marvel Universe from time to time. I mean, in the first issue, you had Wolverine, and uh, and that was uh, you know a really interesting couple of scenes with him. And, and uh, are you looking forward to, to bringing in other characters into that book? Yeah, absolutely. We got to draw Captain America recently. We did this eight-pager for uh, that Civil War choosing side thing. Uh, so it's cool. It's, it's our first chance to kind of play around in the Marvel Universe. When we started on Green Arrow, you know, Kevin Smith wanted to play with all the DC characters, so we got to draw everybody we loved. And I think Robert's going to give us a chance to draw all the Marvel guys we're anxious to draw. I tell you what, that, that full page of Wolverine attacking all the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys, I flipped the page. Oh, I saw that, and I was like, <laughs> I can't wait for Phil to hopefully get onto. A, uh, a Wolverine book and, and for you to ink that. It turned out so cool. Yeah, that was nice. And that was Phil's idea, having Wolverine bite the new sneaky off. I like that. <laughs> nice. Well, as we've seen from Phil's other work outside of mainstream comics, he definitely has a dark streak in him. So He does. <laughs> yeah, we never know what to look at him, but he's a, he's a sick dude. <laughs> well, I th- speaking of uh, the coffin and deep sleeper, uh, Mike Huddleston's here today. Huddleston, you gotta watch out for that dude, man. He lives at 11. Uh, <laughs> he's selling knives. 
along with his books, which I think is odd, but whatever. I mean, that's software. Yeah. Sword salesman. I, I tell Andy, just in putting this whole signing together and just how how gracious you've been and talking with us and everything, that's one of the things that just amazes us is how gracious the creators are out there. And this, you know, our 50th episode, I think, is just a big thank you to all you guys. And oh, no it, problem. It's, it's, it's always a pleasure. And you know what? I want to thank you guys because I have a good job, but there are some nights when it's 2 a.m. and I got another page to finish. I don't much feel like it. And it's nice to have some friends keeping me company on a podcast to keep me going through that stuff. Oh, well, that's awesome. you know what? We'll keep doing it then, man. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank myself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tom, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Tom, <laughs> you're, making, you're making Andy Park's art that much better, yeah. Tom. That's <laughs> well, that is great. Hey, I'll get in trouble. I, I often forget to mention Exterminators when I'm promoting, and Tony, Tony Moore gets mad at me. So that book's still coming out, too. Well, hey, we just announced uh, a new contest, uh, which we won't go over because we've already talked about, about it. it. But yeah, we just right. uh, we just uh, announced an exterminators contest, and uh, oh, cool. so we love that book, and we'll continue to promote it as long as Simon and Tony and, and you Andy. or Chris Somni <laughs> or Hawthorne or whoever's as working on it. As long as it's good. Awesome. <laughs> as soon as it sucks, we're gonna drop that <laughs> and badmouth all of you. <laughs> hey, t- Tom. Tom's not lying because he's collected the Flash for 20 years, and he finally just cut it off. So he'll do it if you guys I'll start look. sucking. He'll cut it. I will turn on you so fast. <laughs> You're telling me Flash didn't suck for 20 years, and then it was gone. Yeah, well, it did. It, I don't want to be. I, I'm sick of complaining about the Flash, but it hasn't sucked this bad. In 20 years. Uh, I got you. <laughs> well, Mr. Parks, before we let you go, you got anything else in the hopper that you're working on that we don't know about? Um, I The only writing thing I've got coming out anytime soon is a, an eight-pager for that postcard anthology. Have you guys heard about that? No. It's a cool project. I think it's just going to be called Postcards. It's put together by the guy who edits uh, Elk's Run. Oh, cool. What's name I can't part? remember right now. Uh, Not Josh. Josh is a writer. Right. I forget the editor's name. He's gonna hate me. I, I can't remember uh, it either. We'll 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 overdub it and edit it in later yeah. for you. <laughs> Tom can do an anyway, amazing Andy Parks impression. It's a cool thing. He's, he gave, he found old postcards from like turn of the century up through the thirties, forties, and he gave all the all the uh, writers a few choices, and then we went and wrote stories based on these old postcards. So. Uh, it fit what I do really well because it kind of involved a little research and historical stuff. So that was really cool. It should be coming out. I don't know. It's probably four months away or so. It got picked up by Random House, so it's going to be a a real book. Are the uh, are a real the po- book? A real yeah. yeah. Who reads those? <laughs> are the uh, are the postcards going to the original postcards going to be in the book? Yes. Cool. That sounds really interesting. So you kind of get to see what we had to rip on. Sure. Awesome. That sounds cool. They hooked me up with an artist named Joseph Bergen, who's a talented young man. Very good. Is he as good as Somni? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> we just like we just like giving, yeah, we love giving Chris Chris problems. So he's he's one of our favorites. But he's that's the most talented sixteen year old I've ever seen. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Andy, thank you oh so much. We're going to be calling Phil. You got any uh, got any words of wisdom you want us to pass along to Phil for you? No, no, tell him to sit down and draw those Ant-Man pages. <laughs> All right, will do. Andy, always a pleasure, and uh, make sure to let us know when the, when the new book's coming out, and we'll, uh, we'll make right. sure to have you on about it. All right, take care, guys. Have All fun. Right. Okay, yeah. bye-bye, Andy. All right, bye-bye.
<laughs> Andy Parks, haha. <laughs> <laughs> Running joke. <laughs> no. Hey, Andy's so cool. I, I mean, you know, that's that's unbelievable. And not to like, you know, I don't want to get into this show being all about us, and because it's not what late, the point guys. of it. Yeah, it is a little late already, but. But just to, to think that a guy like him who, you know, like I said, three years ago, I was a huge Phil Hester and Andy Parks fan, and it's like now he listens to our show while he's working on the pages. He listens, that, he listens to our uninf- uninformed opinion. Yeah, well, that's, you know. Well, guys, should we have... opinion's pretty informed. Should we have our... Uh, hey, Mark. I make it up, though. Well. We are full, full we of are shit. Yeah. Should we have our very first Around Comics guest panelist. The, the first guest panelist come back? Yeah. Back and make a... And we haven't had him on since. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Mark Beatty. Mark just going to walk over and... He's like getting sketches and stuff. Yeah, he's, he's a kid in a candy shop. I it Mr. Beatty, right. how are you? I'm lovely. You are lovely. Way, lovely, way, way back when there was this little podcast started in episode one, we talked about the... Local comic shop versus the online ordering, and our our expert guest was one Mark Beatty from Dark Tower Comics. And look, me and Sal are on opposite sides of the table again. <laughs> hey, I uh, I still have nothing against good LCSs like Dark Tower, but you know where I grew up, where I was living, there were no Dark Tower com- comics. And, and where do you come every Friday now? And I buy comics every Friday. But you haven't stopped buying from your little online bitches. Well. <laughs> Okay, enough, you two. We're here to celebrate comics, damn it. (laughs) It's just, I can't can't have another relationship that's going to go bad. I just, my heart can't take it, Mark, and I know sooner or later I'll do something wrong and you'll hate me for it. Do you need a hug? No. Okay. Well, Mark, thank you so much. You have, uh, you posted our podcast for... I don't know, like 30 episodes, 50 episodes now or oh, something. Yeah. 30? It's, uh, it, was, it was around, what, 16, 18, something I like know. that. And, uh, and you've <laughs> Tom, been... you're so enthusiastic for this. <laughs> I don't remember. Tom's hungover. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, hey th- thank you, because it has been a lot of fun hanging out at Dark Tower every Friday. You uh, hang around with us, and I'm sure your Friday nights are much longer than they used to be. Way, way longer. Yeah. The, last, the, the latest one was at 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> they have, can't that go the, that uh, long that, sometimes. That was the week, week before the burn. Oh. We were here until 1.30 in the morning. Yeah, well, you know. And then, we, and then I think we went on drinking. That was <laughs> probably not the best of ideas. Well, that's Dave Walker's fault. He's always the one. You know, I can Come already, on, let's go drink. He's, I can already Elke. see on some forum somewhere where someone's like, all they're doing is talking about how hard it is to stay up late and talk about comic books <laughs> and how, oh, how awesome it is and all that. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Wah, wah, well, wah. that's why I hate these kind of, you know, like 50. I, you know, I, hate, oh. a, I hate our show. <laughs> <laughs> I hate us. I hate us. <laughs> yeah, we suck. Annoying. We are. But what are you going to do? That's it. This is our, this is our Stephen Gary quit. moment. Yeah. I've come to terms We're with breaking up. self-loathing. We've jumped the shark. This is it. Yeah, it's American, it. American splendor. The we couldn't even make it over the shark. We keep tripping. Very yeah. rarely very rarely does someone recognize the moment at which they've jumped the shark. And I think we <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, at least we're we only 30 it. seconds behind the curve. <laughs> at, least, at least we made it to 50 episodes before, before we, we made it all about ourselves. <laughs> You know. you. Sal, you look you look marvelous today. Well, thank you. Did I, you get a haircut? Uh, no. Oh, hey, speaking I of shaved. stuff about us. Uh, <laughs> yes. 
I'm wow, engaged now. Wow, what a segue. Now. Yeah, I was going to oh, say. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm Way getting, to introduce I'm, yourself. I'm getting so allow myself when to when introduce myself. When are you Tom tying the knot? I mean, uh, next April. Uh, yeah, he finally, uh, Chris, Who's wearing finally, the dress between you two? Now, okay, uh, well, and, and the here's, the, uh, okay. Here's, here's the full story on, we went to a baseball game months and months and months and months oh, and months ago. When the, here, this is when the White Sox were in the race. Yeah, when the White Sox were still in the pennant race. When was that again? Yeah. And we went and saw a Cardinals Sox game, and, and through various resources, we were able to go down into the uh, uh, the tunnel outside of the locker room, and, and we got a bunch of signatures. And I, I told Chris that, hey, you know, he was trying to think of a way to ask his girlfriend Marta to marry him. And I said, hey, you know, she's a huge White Sox fan. Get one of the White Sox players to write it on a baseball. Juan Uribe. No, it was Joe Creedy. Oh, okay. Joe, so so he went up to Joe Creedy and asked Joe to, to do it, and he did it. <coughs> Well, it's taken him from then to now to finally grow a oh, pair of balls. Oh, it wasn't just Joe Pretty, it was Joe and Ozzy Gian. Oh, yeah, well, you ended up, yeah, all these. But Joe actually wrote the yeah, yeah. Marta, can you, or will you marry Chris? Because I was going to ask her that night. Joe I know. So he finally asked her, and, and now he's engaged. And yeah. My condolences, my friend. It's Life right. is over for you. All right. I know soon you'll be quitting the podcast. Tom's the only free children. man in the group now. I'm the only single man. Uh, well, not single. I have a girlfriend. Now. I have a, yeah. It's my four-year anniversary. Sure you do. <laughs> While we're talking about ourselves, <laughs> it's my four-year anniversary on Wednesday. Well, congratulations. Congratulations, Tom. I believe she, we've never, I've never seen her, so I think she's a blow-up doll. I've met her. I've met her. Uh, damn the it, one, there goes Mike. Wonderful actually, wonderful I never met her, but I did see her. From Tom's a distance? Never, Tom's never actually introduced her to us. She doesn't want to... Um, she actually does not want to talk about comic books. So I, well, I that's can all talk right. about other things. We can have conversations no, about no, other I've things. No, I've <laughs> seen you. Well, guys, um, shall we? Uh, shall we call our next guest? Uh, sure. Who are we call? Are we all? Are we all done with Mark? Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> go, 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 run the okay. go get a the go, next go get a sketch from Callis. Francesco. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, <laughs> as we had mentioned before, what's uh? Give Mr. Mr. Hester a call. Did you guys read any now, now Phil's actually at a con right now, isn't he? Oh, God. No one will be able to hear anybody. Yeah. Good radio. <coughs> Two people in loud places yelling at each I, I emailed him yesterday. I'm like, hey, can we call you? He's like, yeah, sure. But I think he's actually Phil, at Phil a con. Phil was our very first interview. Phil was our first I never talked. I wasn't there. Where were you? Hello, it's Phil there. Hey. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Phil, Hello? this is Chris from Around Comics. How you doing? Hey, what's going on? Oh, we're, we're, at, a, we're at a con. What are you doing? Uh, I'm signing comic books and drawing sketches for people at Cup of Crypt tonight in Des Moines, Iowa. Hey, there you go. Awesome. Uh, we actually uh, we just got off the phone with Andy. He says hi. Oh, well, I talk to him. I talk to him every day. He wants you to finish those Ant-Man pages. He's... Getting bored, he said. I, I can't quite hear you. There's so many people here. So. Uh, he, he, he said that he wants you to get back home and finish up those Ant-Man pages. I brought them with me, to be honest. <laughs> no. but if there's ever a wall, I can get to it. There you go. Well, hey, we wanted to give you a call because uh, this is our 50th episode, and way back when, about, what, episode 10 or so, you were our very first interview. Uh-huh. And we wanted to thank you for that and for... Well, thank you. Just doing all the great comics. 
Of wasting so much time with our. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not like we could, it's not like we could have got canceled. I mean, <laughs> it was a labor of love. Yeah, it's like 50 episodes, no one could listen, and we could still, you know, have celebrated it. I don't know. I put it right up there with Bendis and Bagley on 100 episodes of Ultimate Spider Man. 100, 100 episodes of Ultimate yeah, Spider Man. Sure. Big deal. It's equivalent. <laughs> hey, uh, you want to? You guys want to? I'm sitting right next to Tony Moore. Do you want? Do you want oh, to yeah, to Tony sure. We'll say, say hi to Tony. Yeah, right. we'll yell at him. Hang on a second. Hey guys. Hey Tony. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. How you doing? See, I told you we'd get you on the phone one of these days. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Hey, we'll do it. We'll do it for real one of these soon. Absolutely. I think uh, I think we're talking with uh, you and Rick sometime in uh, November. So. There we go. All right. There we go. Hey, we uh, we actually just uh, announced our exterminators contest today. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So. Want to do everything that we can to promote that book because yeah. we love it. Yeah, are you all caught up with uh, with Exterminators? Uh, I'm working on Exterminators uh, 13 right now, and uh, uh, that's about it. I'm wrapping up a goon story that should have been done a while ago for Goon Noir number uh, two, I think it is, and uh, that was going to be a good issue. It's got. Uh, Larry Barda and Kevin Nolan and his and uh, that should be pretty sweet. But uh, other than that, that's about it. Same stuff. Well, the big question is: Have you have you finished off that bottle of bourbon from Wizard World Chicago? Oh uh, yeah, we've been working on that. Andy Parks came over and uh, helped me out with that a little bit. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it belongs to this world. Morning is passing. That's awesome. Gone to a better place. Well, Tony, we're gonna we'll talk with you sometime in November once you get uh, get out from under the mountain a little bit. But uh, I, I tell you, what, is uh, is Phil there? We want to shout at him for just a minute, and uh, and we'll touch base with you in just a little while. All right. Yeah, I'll put you back with him. Here you All go. right. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. Hello, I'm back. Hello. Hey, Phil. We just wanted to say uh, hello again. And there's somebody here that wanted to say hi. Uh, I think uh, somebody you know. Uh, he's coming over to the table right now. Mike Huddleston's here. Oh God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You owe me two hundred dollars. <laughs> Does, Phil, does, does Phil owe you any money or anything? <laughs> oh, I I think so. I think so. Is that is that Phil the one right now? Oh yeah. No. Phil's <laughs> not here. Okay. How's it going, man? Hey, what are you up to? I'm sitting at this uh, mini. Well, wow, are you guys all at SPX? Uh, no, no. Well, where are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in Chicago. Phil, we, we did a mini convention here for our 50th episode, and, uh, oh, and Mike was nice uh, enough to come by. It's all we're sort, of, it's, it's we're like sort of at a mini convention, too, but it's in Des Moines, so it's not quite as grand, I'm sure, as <laughs> your scene. Well, this, this is just two blocks from my house. So <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty convenient. <laughs> we're, we're actually going over to his house later to drink afterwards. Yeah. I think that's the plan. I think. Well, that'll make it a real con. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. There's no comments about booze. Yeah. All right, Phil. Well, we just wanted to say thank you uh, for coming on. You were our first guest on on the podcast, and uh, 
You know, we're all. I'm sorry. I was, well, you never forget your first. <laughs> <laughs> you were gentle. <laughs> and it's been all uphill. It has. <laughs> but uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Well, thanks a lot, and we'll we'll talk to you sometime later. All right, big cuddles to be good. All right, see you, Phil. All right, bye. <laughs> all right, thanks, Phil. Where are you? Where are we? <laughs> yeah, he's like, where are you at? What are, you, are you at SPX? <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, while, while we've got the young man over here. Sure. Mr. Heddleston, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. Doing thank, all right. You, thank you for coming on out. Oh, thanks for having me. This is cool. Yeah, you're kind of nutty. It's, um, it's much more impressive than I thought it was going to be. I, I'm like, who's going to, you know, we didn't really do a whole lot of press or anything for oh, yeah. it. You know, this is the first time we've ever had I kind of a signing. I was, yeah, Tom was... <laughs> I had no idea dead. what to expect, you know. <laughs> this is what happens whenever you start sending out an email here or there, and the next thing you know, you're in a comic shop. Yeah. There's 100 people. You're in an empty store. A bunch of other cult-like people. Well, this this is a ton better than, like, a lot of other signings I've done. Really? Yeah, like, I did a signing um, for... Um, a shop in New York and like we were up there for like the big New York show and they had like a bunch of big people it was like me and my food and the New York City Met guys and and I mean just a ton of big guys and it was death it was like really? no one like not a single person came for and we were just there for hours I, I God, that, meet that was that was my biggest like That's nightmare you know, <laughs> scenario was like no one's gonna show up we invite all, all you guys out to come out and you're nice enough to take it yeah. and we after and it's like and nobody sh- yeah and I'm just like oh and you know and we're gonna do a pop Podcast as, as they're all just standing around, you know. All the you know, artists are that happens, though, See, that's the thing is, even if it happens and no one comes, the artists are usually like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, they haven't met each other and they check right. out each other's stuff. And we had a good time, you know, even at the New York one. But it was just us, you know, that's checking good. out other stuff. <laughs> Andrew Peeboy, who inks uh, Jack of Fables, was—he's uh, not able to be here today because he's got like 16 pages to ink in between oh, now and right. Thursday. And, he, and <laughs> it's not that he was bummed about not being able to make the sign. For for selling product or, or sketches or whatnot, he's bummed because he's not going to be able to come and hang out with everybody. Yeah, and you know he's like, I I know a bunch of the guys there, and I really want to come, yeah. so I know that he, well, he wasn't just blowing us I'm off. I'm really looking forward to our to our murder mystery party later tonight, where we all <laughs> oh, who killed Francesco? Is that yeah. who killed Francesco? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, my, I guess we should. We, we may want to talk about Mike's work. Yeah, well, Mike, you know, okay. you're the artist on uh, on uh, the coffin and yeah. Deep Sleeper, and what else? Have you, I, 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 mean, um, I, I just I just finished a Man Bat miniseries um, oh. for DC, and uh, last year I did a series called uh, Nemovor um, for Vertigo. So I've been doing mostly like DC work um, lately. How so. did How did you initially get hooked up with Phil for the uh, the two? Coffin. Yeah. yeah, for the coffin. Oh, um, I I just put like a book together that was um, like a little promotional book you know I self printed a book and I was taking it around to shows and I knew Phil a little bit through um, Jim Mafu because Jim inked some of Phil's stuff uh, back in the day and so at a convention I just went over and talked to Phil and I'm like hey here's here's a book of what I'm doing and he's like hey I'm getting ready to pitch this project called The Coffin why don't you come on as an artist for it wow. and that was it you know and then we, we pitched it to a ton of companies and only picked it up and 
And that was the it. The rest is history. Yeah. Are you only allowed to do Phil's really creepy stuff, though? That's all Phil writes. <laughs> <laughs> only creepy. Which is weird, because if you know Phil personally... You know, he looks like, like an accountant. Or, yeah, yeah, well, he's like an Iowa... Nothing against <laughs> accountants, Tom. Yeah, what the yeah. Sorry. <laughs> he's just the most mild-mannered you know, right. guy who lives out in this little town in Iowa, and, you know, he's so, like, normal. Which hides stuff. Well, actually, dead bodies in yeah. storm. Yeah. <laughs> how, ni- how nice Phil is. What's that, uh, the show on, I think it's on ABC, the Dreamhouse thing, or the... Dreamhouse make, yeah, the makeover. Makeover? Oh, yeah. There was a, a fire at a farmhouse in Iowa, and one of the, the, the kids of this family was a huge comic book fan, and someone on the show found out that Phil was a, an Iowa resident, and he spent, like, two days... Yeah, it was a while. Work making when they rebuilt this house, making the ultimate comic book room for this kid. Yeah, and I'm waiting to see that. Uh, that's airing, I think, later this month, isn't it? That yeah. There's some magical barrier that keeps women out of there. Then. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop the ultimate it. comic book room. But that, that's that's the kind of person that Phil Hester is. Yeah. But he writes really creepy stuff. He's got a little Stephen King in him. You yes, know, you look does. at you know, yes, he does. I think it's because he doesn't drink. Yeah, like, He's got no, nowhere to yeah. put all those. Like, I think maybe you need to. You know, I think <laughs> some of the like, sobers really had an effect. You know? <laughs> well, the coffin. Staring at the wall, thinking about creepy stuff. Yeah. Instead of drinking. Yeah, the Coffin's a great book. Oh, it certainly is an awesome book. And uh, he's he's intimidating because he's such a good writer and he's such a good artist. And especially at the beginning, like when we did the Coffin, he writes um, like he'll just thumbnail out the whole book and send it to me with the script. <laughs> it's like why don't you just draw this? I know. <laughs> and he doesn't do it anymore, but he did at the beginning. And you know, I've got my own way that I approach stuff. Sure. But he's so good. Like once you see it solved. It's hard to just to like. It's hard to think of it differently because he's so solid. So yeah. he, he's been like my older brother, uncle, just like mentor throughout this whole That's you cool. know comic career thing. He's he's fantastic. He's outstanding. Well, you can certainly do worse than Phil. That's and for we're, sure. We're pitching another project uh, okay. together right now um, that we've got in front of a couple companies called Deathless that I'm hoping is going to be like my next project, but I just have to wait and see which pitch comes down first. Sure. Sure. That's that's the whole behind the scenes part of it is. You know, you're you're grinding away working, and then you got to pitch the next project. Oh yeah, I've got like eight pitches out right now. So in in like several of them seem like they may happen, but you know, you, you never really know until someone finally says, "Okay, you can start." Yeah, go for it. Being in Chicago, do you find it more difficult to try and get? I mean, get work out or get you know get work because there's not you know publishers here in Chicago as opposed to New York or. No, um, I, I never. I mean, I've only been in Chicago for like a couple months. Oh. I came from St. Louis, so for me, Chicago is just like a world of connections compared to, you know, St. St. Louis. Okay. Watching the game tonight? No. You're not a Cardinal fan. You're not from St. Louis. I am. Liar. Liar. But I'm not. (laughs) We're at St. Louis. Um, I lived up in North County with uh, okay. St. Um, Louis Cat Central. <laughs> I was born in Florissant. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's my mom worked at um, the hey, Cardinal Cat. There you go. And then, uh, then I lived uh, lived on the, the south side on uh, uh, just off Chippewa over by Ted Drews. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Ted Drews is all right, all right. You got the St. Louis guys. I always tell people about Ted Drews because with the shakes that they had to turn up. The concrete, yeah. If any of it came up, you got it for free. The greatest concoction ever on the face of the earth. Is that right? It's awesome. It is awesome. Uh, you know, there's uh, that's another scene. There's some great St. Louis area guys. I think uh, was Brian Hurt down in St. Louis, yes, yes. and Chris Somney and yeah. Cullen Bunn, who are doing the Damned. Uh, well, so that's, that's where Mopin's from originally too. Okay, and then across the state, you know, we always talk about the Kansas City uh, group there. It's just 
Kansas Chicago. City Mafia. Well, that's, yeah. that's, see, it's funny because I'm from St. Louis, and then I, Jim and I, um, Jim Mafia and I met um, at the Kansas City Art Institute. Okay. And so, like, we were some of the first people that actually got, like, the whole, like, comic scene really started in Kansas City. Wow. Yeah, because, like, like Jim, like that's where he he was still living. I'm gonna Kansas tell Andy City. Parks you said that. <laughs> oh, you, can, no, you, you can tell. Him. You can tell him. I know Andy really well. But um, yeah, it's like that's Jim was living in Kansas City when he first got hooked up with Kevin Smith and, and all that stuff. So awesome. Well, Mike, um, want to get you back to the people that are okay. gonna buy your book, okay. and I, I'll extend it. I know that that Sal and Tom will agree. If you live so close, any Friday night, drop by. You guys do this every Friday night? Seven to nine every Friday night for 50 episodes now. It's It's usually seven to like 11.30. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I'll come by because it's like two blocks away. Anytime, man. Any Friday night, you're more than welcome. And we can sit down and talk more about, you know, your work and try and... This is a little crazy, so yeah. it's a little hard. But well, yeah, I'll, I'll come by. Yeah, we always have a good time. All right, thanks, guys. All right, All right. thanks, Mike. Thank you. All right. Be sure to stay inside and listen to AroundComics.com, especially during daylight hours. Seriously, it's spring, and the glint off your pasty white comic geek skin could blind someone. All right, well, guys, we decided to move things into the boiler room <laughs> at Dark Tower Comics. We didn't want to give everyone a headache for the, listening to the three sign- hours of screaming. <laughs> the signing was much more successful than we thought it was going to be. Absolutely. And, uh, it got a little noisy, so we decided to move things into... Uh, I, Tony Moore, I can hardly <laughs> hear you. Where, Where are you? <laughs> Where are you? What? I can, I can imagine. Great radio. Great, yeah, great podcast, radio. Guys. Great podcasting, guys. Now Tom is sitting next to a boiler and <laughs> yeah. a furnace. I got a fuse box next yeah. to Yeah. So can you guys believe this? It's pretty pretty amazing. I, I My biggest fear was that nobody was going to show up and, like, Francesco is just going to be staring at me try- <laughs> as I'm trying to record a podcast the whole Thanks time. Thanks for wasting my day. Yeah, yeah exactly. Glaring at us. Like that was my biggest fear. But A room uh, of Yeah, like, we, actually, uh, we actually had creators show up that... I didn't even know about. It's uh, Tony Akins, the guy who uh, draws uh, Jack Fables, showed up. So I thought that was very cool. And uh, the way, it, yeah, yes, Mark. Someone wants water. Oh yeah, there's. Uh, <laughs> Someone <laughs> wants water. There's water in the blue cooler over there. So besides being podcasters, we're also event coordinators. Well, guys, should we, should we call one of our other favorite guests here? Yes. Sure. John Byrne. John. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't. <laughs> we should be surprised. Call John Byrne. <laughs> no, so, John. So drunk dialed John Byrne. Hey, John. Actually, a- ask for John Byrne. To Matt? Yeah, oh, yeah. Hello, is John Byrne there? <laughs> <laughs> Matt? Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, it's Sal from Around Comics. How you doing, man? We're uh, we're at our 50th episode recording party, and we have a room full of comic book creators and fans, Craziness. and it's just insane. And so we just figured, you know, what the only thing that can make it better is a call to Matt Fraction. Well, I, I want you to know your, your mother and I are very proud that you boys have done 50 shows. Aww. Aww. You're, you're you're always going to be our special little guys, <laughs> and you just keep doing what you're doing, and we'll be here for you. <laughs> It's a very oh, special God. episode of Around Comics. <laughs> Matt, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Uh, it's it's a beautiful Saturday afternoon, and I'm fucking balls deep in work and homework, so, you know, it's <laughs> awesome. Are you able to do uh, it out on the back porch or anything, or are you trapped inside? That would just remind me that I have to mow the backyard. <laughs> so I'm, I'm 
doing it inside. And I don't know. I don't know how, long, how much longer I have in me. I might, I might have to go play hooky soon. I don't know. Well, you're a busy guy now. I mean, you're just coming out book after book. You know, when we when we first talked to you, it was like, you know, we got this guy, Matt Fraction, that, you know, is doing this book called uh, Casanova. And then that's, next thing I know, you're like the superstar Marvel comic book writer. I mean, what happened? Uh, um, you, so you got the check. Yeah. <laughs> What's it like to drive a Rolls Royce? <laughs> it's shiny. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's really, uh, it's actually sort of a, uh, it's, it's a little deceptive just because, you know, War Journal has been sort of in process for a while, or in progress for a while. Yeah, could you come um, out on time with that because one? Because of all the, civil, all the Civil War stuff has sort of pushed it back. Yeah. Yeah, did you call him Mark Millar and just tell him he's a fucker for making you late on your, you know, big, big premiere book? I, I, I called, but the, the piles of money were in the way, and I don't think you can get to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> where's, uh, where's this phone underneath all these piles of $100 bills? Yeah, it, it's actually like, I mean, you guys remember the money bin from, like, yeah, Scrooge McDuck? It's, it's like that. Only, <laughs> <Swimming>. <laughs> only Scottish. Well, I guess that would be Scottish to begin with. Yes. <laughs> you said Squattish. Um, no, like, I mean, like, I just backed up, like, War Journal 5, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm nice and ahead on everything there. It's just sort of, it looks like all this stuff is happening at once, but in fact, it's been a very a bizarre series of events to make it all look like it's happening spontaneously. <laughs> oh, I bet. That's got to be an editing nightmare. So, have you talked Breebird off the ledge yet? You know, I, I, it's all been out of Axel's office for me, and I, I have very little to, to, I mean, I've talked to Tom a couple times, but it's been, you know, very sort of, you know, uh, I've been dealing with Axel, so I, I, Tom's on his own. I hope only that he has the, the love and support of his friends and family to bring him back in. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's somebody else's problem as far as I'm concerned. I hear ya. So how's the, uh, how's the returns on Casanova looked for you? I know that it's done well in our store. Is, uh, is the book doing well right now? Yeah, yeah, we're doing... Um, yeah, it started, you know, there is the, the sort of traditional drop between one and two, but we've upticked pretty much every month since... Um, so yeah, people are finding it and people are reading it, uh, and I hope liking it. So yeah, it's it's been it's been really well and really fun. So one of the things I think we're just gonna keep on keeping on. You know what I really like about it is uh, you can pick up any issue, really, and you don't have to start from the beginning because you'll probably just be kind of confused anyway, even if you've been <laughs> reading it the whole time. You'll have to read it twice. Like it's, gonna, it's not gonna make any more sense if you've been on it. <laughs> yeah, it will make no more I mean, sense if you read it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Hey, I enjoy it. I, I got a bone to pick with you, by the way. Okay, what's that? Uh, the story in 24-7. Um, oh, I, are you seriously a fucking Cardinals fan? Yes. yes. I'm a Cardinal fan. <laughs> He's like, you were writing your ass? <laughs> what? Cubs beat cards? You stabbed me in the heart. You stabbed me in the heart. <laughs> you even like the White Sox? You went to the Cardinals? I'm a White Sox you, fan, so that's Chris. Uh, He's from St. Louis. You know, what are you going to do then, with him? Uh, you, you take him out back and shoot him like a mad dog. <laughs> like a like a yeller. Hey, 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 Matt, a after the yeah. show tonight, I'm going to be watching my team in the NLCS. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm going to be uh, uh, watching your team lose the NLCS. Uh, <laughs> he'll, be writing, he'll be writing your a hit comic book. sweet, like cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you're, 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 you're all fucking see all of Louis smells like it's like it's, it's an ambulatory beer fart. Cardinal Card fan is the worst in the world. <laughs> oh, thank you. And, 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 yeah. I, and I can't wait. I can't wait to watch you people 
was just World War II, so it hasn't been that long. That's true. That's true. Uh, 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 you know, it's, uh, um, you know, maybe my grandparents might remember it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they really were the greatest generation, though. <laughs> yeah, but I tell you, I, I'm, I'm reading 24-7, and I get to your story. Was that the last story in the anthology? Were you the, the very last one? It was, yeah. I, I had nothing to do with its placement, but it ended up being the last one, yeah. And, and you want to talk about coming down off of a high. I read the whole book, and then I get to your story <laughs> that I'm looking for, and I'm like, oh, cool, the Fraction story. I'm like, Cubs beat Cardinals 11-6. to I'm like, what a fucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watch I, I just, what, what can I say? I, I spread my love everywhere I go. He's going to have the Punisher shoot all the Cardinals. Albert Pujols. I was actually trying to figure out if there's a way that like something bad could happen to St. Louis. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, like, oh man, did you hear about St. Louis? Yeah, I was pretty fucked up. So, what do you want to get for dinner? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Nice. Well, I think you could have uh, you could have uh, Nitro come back. You know, and and Stop uh, it. okay, next <laughs> and just subject. pump them up on uh, on on, on well, some MGH. yeah, some MGH. Hey, and I, I promise you, if if in fact God is dead, and the Cardinals make it to the World Series, and God remains dead, and the Cardinals win the World Series, I am going to level St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm making this promise to you right now. Spoiler alert, folks at home. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't know, I don't know how, but I will bury St. Louis until an editor tells me that I can't, which would probably be the second ever I propose it. But don't think I'm not going to try. You can always fit it into Casanova. Yeah. You can. Uh... Oh, that's true. That's that's true. Uh, uh, I can make it really sick and meaningful that way too. Whereas yeah. in Punisher, I would just totally make it like an afterthought. In uh, Casanova, you can make it a reoccurring joke that St. Louis gets destroyed every every issue. It would be like, it would be like Kenny on South Park. Yeah. <laughs> well, or you, could, you know, you could... St. Louis, hey, let's get high. You could do it where, like, St. Louis can only be saved if the Cardinals win the World Series, but unfortunately they never can, so... Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, not really worried about it. <laughs> tell you what, the way, the way that Detroit is swinging the bats right now, I, I don't think it's going to matter. So it's a baseball cast. Yeah. yeah. These guys are monsters, aren't they? They're, uh, they're yeah. pretty impressive. It's, well, well, hey, you, what pisses me off is Minnesota ruins the White Sox chances of getting in the, into the playoffs and, and then an pisses egg. it away. You know, they couldn't win one <laughs> fucking game. <laughs> I, I think that, like, like, with the exception of... of this has just been a really uneventful, unfun, un, you know, sort of, it's been kind of a weak postseason for me. Just, uh, uh, I kind of don't care about anybody except the Cardinals losing. And they're just, it's just like, uh, i got to say, it's been pretty entertaining for me, Matt. <laughs> I love yeah. the commercials that they have with Tommy Lasorda, which basically are saying, please watch the playoffs. <laughs> like, exactly. all the, all the, the best is when there's the Cub fan in the tree, and he's like, what team does he root for? And his, and his wife says, the Cubs. And Lasorda goes, ooh. Yeah. I, 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 
I, I, I, I, still, I like the one with the, the Red Sox girl, like, crying uh, in the bathroom. It's almost worse that they won. Oh, says, yeah, says the White Sox fan. And now another 80 years of failure. <laughs> all right, all right. Enough baseball talk. Uh, Iron Fist. Long podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, Iron Fist. No more booties? Is that what we hear? <laughs> Uh, you know, the booty issue remains a, a controversial, uh, uh, it, it's, I look forward to burning up lots and lots of pages with the booty, no booty issue sort of exploration. <laughs> you know, we talked to John Byrne, he's going to kick your ass for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually wondering what that the other day, like, boy, I wonder if John Byrne should get pissed off. <laughs> like, that's how you know you've made it at Marvel, when you piss John Byrne off. <laughs> I could see I could see this great sequence of panels of Iron Fist like no words on the page just looking at the booties like wondering if he's gonna put them on today today's the day he's not gonna go not gonna wear them he's gonna go bootyless right. it'll be it'll it'll sort of be like uh you know that's it'll be like Daniel Larusso putting on the Rising Sun headband and the Karate Kid that's when you know he's serious <laughs> you know that, that you're the best around nothing's gonna ever keep you down song plays in the background as Iron Fist puts on his special gold sock of ass whoop. <laughs> <laughs> what do I, what do I have a feeling that Matt knows the words to that entire song? <laughs> you do, don't you? Yeah, actually, I can play it. Like, give me a second, I can play it for you. I have it on my iPod, just for special moments. <laughs> Big Peter Cetera fan, are you, Matt? Uh, yeah, actually, I have the uh, the South Park version because it's actually a lot faster. Oh, the you're the and best. And sort of how you were, like, do you remember the baseball? Do you the baseball episode of South Park? Yes. But there was a the, the camp, when you guys, there was a wedding montage and they did like a, basically a cover version of that song after. <laughs> Why am I talking about this? <laughs> we have no idea, but we. Why did you stop me like half an hour ago? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, I, 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 you should keep this on that iPod and have it with you at all times. <laughs> every now and again, you can play it in public and it's really funny. Well, I don't know if you noticed the additional voice that just uh, popped in, but uh, John Centris is with us today too. Fraction. Hey, what's going on? Not much, man. I, I swear to God, we're going to play that Word Balloon episode with you. We were just holding it back because of uh, War Journal being delayed. Yeah, I, I think it was coming in November anyway, so no worries. Okay, I, uh, cool. Uh, I didn't want to give you a complex. Say again? I didn't want to give you a complex. Okay, what's that? You know, like a you know, like a inferiority complex that I'm like, oh yeah, we did it, that's great. And then I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think he thinks about it. Yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> so that's good. Well, that's good. No, He's sitting there with a blank page and the typewriter, going, I, when is Sanchez going to play that episode? <laughs> it's, it's my want to name drop on this show, so I have to say that I, I in my interview with Joe Casada that I just did, we were both raving about how uh, excited you, we are that you're doing War Journal, and we really look forward to it. That's awesome. So, uh, I, I, uh, it's. You know, um, I'm really happy with the first five, so... Cool. Uh, uh, and it just gets even more berserk from there, so... Hey, when you get the sixth one done, can you just send me them all in a trade format so I can just <laughs> read them before the end of the year, maybe? I don't know. You know, sure, why not? For you? <laughs> <laughs> sure. No problem, okay. Okay. Well, okay. You know, yeah, who cares? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just email it to us, and we won't distribute it out on the net. No, no. The preview Iron Fist art looks great that uh, Joe put up in his around a couple weeks ago. You guys, I'm, I, you know, you, David Aja is going to be a superstar. You said that about Gabriel Ba. And, and have I lied? No. No, he's pretty freaking he good. Friend, um, 
I, I'm, I am the stupidest, luckiest bastard in all of comics to work with the artists I've worked with. Uh, <laughs> all your stuff, and Matt Hollingsworth is doing the coloring. Excellent. Uh, it's unbelievably great. I suggest you uh, use that blurb uh, on your books. The dumbest, luckiest bastard ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, keep, I keep trying to get them to put that on the covers, and, and, and Axel is like, nah, maybe next book. I'm always like, okay, boss, whatever, you know, whatever you say. And then... Hey, hey, did I was you? reminded, like, put it in the solicitation copy. It never shows up in previews. <laughs> I think those sons of bitches are lying to me. <laughs> no, did Marvel pick, would never lie. Did you pick up the, uh, the, the giant-sized Wolverine that had Aja's artwork in it? Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. It, it, you, yeah, are, you are a dumb lucky bastard, because he's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, you know, I, I had seen, I, I, the only thing it is I had seen was the, um, the pages of Ed, uh, of the Daredevil issue hitting with Ed. Uh-huh. Um, and, but, you know, until you're actually writing for somebody and kind of doing it yourself and then seeing how the pages come back, you really don't know what, where you're at. Uh, it's just incredible stuff. No, we're like, looking forward to Danny Rand taking center stage, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a, he's a yeah. great character, and he's been, you know, a great guest star for the last couple of years of Marvel, and it's nice to see him finally, you know, get his own book. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and, and as, as long as we make it to 16, we'll be fine. You know, that'll be that's the goal. Let's just, <laughs> let's just make it longer than the first series, and we'll be in good shape. I, I, I think you'll be all right. I don't think there's going to be a problem. Well, it's, uh, we, we look forward to everything that you've got coming out in the next few months. I'm, I'm still bummed that War Journal has kind of been pushed back because of the whole Civil War thing. So when does, when does that hit stands? Uh, you know, I think the last I heard, the way it's coming out, I believe War Journal comes out one week in November, and then Iron Fist is out the next week. Oh. Well, I tell you, we'll have so to, we'll have to if, get you on If I can somehow coordinate with Image and get, like, a Casanova issue out the week after that, then, you know. You're good to go. you you got to get the whole month covered. Yeah, they need one more book. Fraction. Fraction. All month. Fractionember. Fractionember? December is Fraction Month. I want him just to come out with the Kicksplode t-shirts, man. That's what I'm looking for from you, Matt. I know, right? Where where are they? Where is the marketing? Where is the... We'll we'll get there. All right. Where is it? All right, well, Matt... Somebody's getting a Casanova tattoo. You're shitting me. Really? Somebody wrote and asked if I could send him the waste logo. <laughs> you can get a tattoo. Oh, God. Are you fucking insane? Like, no, I swear. I, I like the book and the design of the logo is really gorgeous, and I want to do it. So, somewhere, some crazy bastard is putting Casanova ink on his body, and that's going to be a thing to behold. <laughs> How do the royalties work on tattoos, Fraction? Yeah, we're like, what do you get? Do you get skin grafts uh, payments? What do you What do you get for that, actually? I, I, you know, actually, I think uh, he's actually getting it on his sack, so I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, so keep the change, in other words. You're not interested. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just wanted to tell me he did it. I don't want to see it. Well, Matt, thanks so much, man. Uh, we have, you know, like I said, from Casanova on, we've just loved everything you're doing. and, and uh, hey, Before that. Yes, five-fifths of science. Go back. Last of independence. You name it. What? Everything. Well, he said, you know, we love everything since Casanova. And I'm like, hell, before that. Well, yeah, I just... We like everything. We started talking to him. Well, thank you very much for for all the support and the love. And uh, happy 50th show. Oh, thank you. And, uh, you know, let's uh, let's do it again in November. Absolutely. Can you uh, uh, send Kelly Sue our love? Because she's just a wonderful person. She is. She really is. She's God's most special angel. (laughs) (laughs) No. Matt, thank you so she much. She's going to put that on her business cards if she doesn't, so whatever. <laughs> special angel. Special. Kelly Sue, special God's angel. God's most special. 
God's most special angel. <laughs> All right. Well, good, sir. Thank you so much. You uh, go, go mow the lawn. Oh, bastard. Sorry, man. I'm good. Take it easy. Later. See you, man. Bye-bye. Dude, St. Louis is getting smoked in Casanova. Yeah, no kidding. It's the Cardinals win the World Series, so I'm totally hoping that St. Louis gets smoked in Casanova. In every single one, there's a time loop where St. Louis gets destroyed. I think it should just be like some sort of genetic disease that anyone that's ever, you know, been, you know, Born or lived in St. Louis is going to die in Casanova at some point. Hey, if, it's, if, if that's what it takes Exploding for the Cardinals baseball. World Series. How did we get That was uh, hilarious. We're talking to Matt you know, for 10 minutes about baseball. Uh, do you dial one for an international code? Uh, you dial 011. I don't, I don't know. Uh, you dial 011. and then the international code. 011. Yeah, you learn something new every week on this podcast. That's right. We're informing. It's like, edutainment. Down the, uh, it's edutainment. So that, like, you know, uh, Mission Impossible can't break the code and, like, call. Uh, oh, yeah. People guessing. will be calling. Yeah, hey, how's it going? I know it's late in the morning your time, hey, but I get your up? number. <laughs> I listened to a podcast, and they pretty much told me your phone number. <laughs> well, All I had to do was listen to it a hundred times. phone bill. Your service agreement does not allow calling number dial. Well, oh, I won't. guess we're not going to call. <laughs> <laughs> you got the cheap Somebody ass service, huh? Somebody spent too much money on uh, <laughs> international. Beer and hookers. On, yeah, on comic books. <laughs> on comics, they can't Chris afford can't an international afford call. Uh, call. Well, we were we were going to call Kieran Gillen, but I guess well, that's not going to well, happen. Sorry, Kieran. <laughs> um, we should have called uh, Simon. Oh, I didn't we even think call about Simon. Yeah, he's oh, probably well, awake. You know what? I may, I may just, I may just call him anyway. Um, but uh, let's, uh, let's call Jim. Jim McCann. Yep. Talk to him about soaps. Yeah. About guiding light. Sure. Is Jim gonna be writing that for him? Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I sent him an email and asked if he'd, uh, he'd be able to talk to us a little sure. bit. Sure. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's writing the, the Guiding Light. Oh, one great. of them, at least. Oh, I that's know. fantastic. Yeah. That's great. Hello? Hello, it's Jim there. Uh, speaking. Hey, Jim, it's Chris from Around Comics. How you doing? Good, how are you? All right. <laughs> You're We're all going to talk uh, like this now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, what was that, Jim? I said, this is the anniversary show, yes? Yes, 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 yes it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. But we still 50 episodes of not quitting. 50 <laughs> weeks of not quitting. If you hear some background, if you hear some background noise, it's because we 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 put together a little signing here at our local comic oh, yeah. shop. It's like a buzzing when you guys talk. Uh, that's just our natural inflection. Uh, <laughs> okay. we're, we're electric. Ah, that's, that's the insectoid voice. <laughs> well, for anybody that doesn't know, this is Jim McCann. The uh, what is your official title at Marvel, Jim? The official title is uh, the Assistant Manager of Sales Communication. But uh, basically, I just try and get the word out through great podcasts like this and the Internet and uh, t- uh, TV and paper, newspaper and all that for uh, Marvel Comics. That's right. And, and, and Jim... Uh... <laughs> yeah, for microfiche. That is the next, uh, that's, that's the next land. That I don't read it unless it's on microfiche. So. <laughs> And Jim was uh, so instrumental in helping us get uh, some terrific interviews and, and information from Marvel and our you know press releases and all that good stuff. And uh, we just wanted to call and say hi and, and thank, thank you, you for all the help. And, uh, and if, you, if you ever see anyone running around at the speed of light at a comic book convention, it's Jim McKean. Yeah, the busiest man the busiest at a con, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, it's... 
Or if you ever see anybody pass out in the middle of a conversation in the hotel lobby at night, it's probably <laughs> me, too. Or me. Which I think I accidentally did with you guys in Chicago as well. You were pretty worn out. You were, uh, you were, you know, you you had a lot of, a lot of work on your plate uh, those three days. Uh, you know, it's it's all for you guys, and so you know, I mean, you guys get uh, you guys do all of this out of pure love, and I got great love for Marvel and for the medium. So it's just great to work with people who uh, who have that same experience, that same uh, feeling about uh, the wonderful world of comics. Well, that was certainly the you know the first thing after meeting you that 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 I realized is that you know you're not just a, a guy that works for Marvel. You're obviously a huge fan of of the work that's coming out there and and, and comics in general, and that really comes off in in your enthusiasm. Uh, well, thank you. It, it, it is definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that I am living my dream life. I do have my dream job, uh, and I can't believe that it actually happened. Uh, I have to pinch myself every once in a while, but, you know, I just, Marvel hired me, and I, uh, I'm still thinking, whatever, whoever has blackmail pictures <laughs> that got me that job. Now, you're, uh, you're, uh, gonna be a writer soon, uh, again, well, not that I you're, am. again, I should say, you, you had already done the backup story, but, uh, tell us a little bit about the, uh, the whole Guiding Light, uh. Well, it's actually funny. I was actually at the Guiding Light uh, fan club luncheon today <laughs> to, uh, to, to try and, uh, to try and uh, educate those guys on how to find a comic book. Because uh, basically what's happening is on November 1st, Guiding Light is doing a special uh, Inside the Light episode of Guiding Light. And what that means is on their Wednesday episodes, anything can and will happen. And... Uh, in fact, one of their characters is going to get superpowers on uh, <laughs> on the show on Wednesday. So uh, on Wednesday, November first, and it's really kind of cool for people who have been watching the show who may have heard uh, for the past month and a half. They've been seeding all sorts of Marvel mentions. Uh, some of the characters are becoming Marvel Comics fans, and it's just been really kind of cool to, to see these little Easter eggs. And this episode is filled with it. I got to see a rough cut of the episode yesterday, and. Uh, you know, it's, it's old-school fun. Um, just fun, honestly. It's a great episode. Uh, and then I got to write an eight-page story. Since due to the film licenses and things like that, it would be far more difficult for our characters to appear on their show than for their characters to appear in our comics. They gave us permission and uh, let me do all sorts of horrible things to their characters in the pages of Marvel. Yeah. Um, I actually, uh, I, I had a blast writing it. It's kind of part two of that episode. Uh, it's going to start showing up in comics on um, October 25th and runs for about four weeks. Um, Marvel.com has information on it, and Guiding Light is going to be kind enough to advertise uh, Marvel Comics on air wow. uh, for about five weeks, which is really cool. And that is awesome. Do I have to watch you know, Guiding Light from the beginning? I can't. You have to go back to 1934 to do that. He has to. If he has to watch Guiding Light from the beginning to understand what's going on. Yeah, unfortunately, you don't. Uh, it's very much a, a standalone, a one shot, if you will, to speak in our people's terms. I've, I've got some continuity issues with Guiding Light right now that uh, we could clear up. I, honest to God, at the fan club luncheon today, one of the first questions somebody asked was. Will this episode be in continuity? 
See? Not so different. Not so different. Our fans are very similar. That's great, man. Hey, and it's cool that Guiding Light in particular has really embraced a lot of new media ideas. And comics isn't necessarily a new idea, but it is from a marketing standpoint. But I was just reading in the Tribune last week about the Guiding Light podcast and everything that the Guiding Light is really trying to do to kind of organize and mobilize. And it's amazing. It is the oldest soap opera that's been on broadcasting, and it goes back to the years of old-time radio as well. Old-timey. It is. It's, they're actually, in January, they're going to be celebrating their 70th year. It is the oldest uh, drama, it's the oldest televised uh, television program. Amazing. Uh, the oldest soap opera. So... Uh, they just recently taped their 15,000th episode. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah, I know. I had and no idea. I knew that through the whole Firefly box set, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Where's the omnibus? 15,000 episodes. So, you know, I mean, they, they face a lot of the same things that we do. They face um, trying to tell stories to keep their fans happy while attracting new fans. That sounds familiar to anybody who's read a comic book and uh, works in the comic industry. But um, Guiding Light is really, uh, you know, they're, they're very forward-thinking and um, just want to do as much as possible to try and attract a new generation of viewers. Jim, so, and I think this episode will, will, definitely, uh, will definitely, hopefully, help that. Um, and you know what? Set your DVRs, set your VCRs, or if you're at home, just turn, on the, turn it on to CBS on uh, November 1st, and you'll at least get a kick out of it. Anybody who's a fan of any of the... Uh, Spider-Man or X-Men movies or um, even some of the older serials of uh, superhero serials, that's what it actually kind of harkens back to. It's just fun. That's really cool. You have a, a soap opera background. Wasn't it One Life to Live that you used to work with as well, Jim? I do, yes. I uh, started in ABC Daytime in the writer development program uh, just learning how to tell serialized stories, and I can't tell you how much that helped. That helped um, you know, translate that into comics. You know, growing up with Marvel Comics, I know the characters, but that doesn't necessarily mean I know how to write them. Uh, so, fortunately, they gave me um, a great background in telling uh, serialized adventures. And um, so, it, it, it's been amazing to take two passions that I've had all my life and the two things I moved to New York to do, which were work at Marvel and work in soaps, and I thought that I might be able to do both at the same time. I just didn't realize on the same project. <laughs> yeah, well, we like our stories. I just okay. got to go home and watch my story. Well, I, I was called. I was called the X Men, the longest running soap opera in comics. So it's not that. It's not that big of a jump. So. Oh, completely. I mean, uh, the the Dark Phoenix saga is a, a totally a classic soap story. Sure. Well, I, you know, I got to say, I got to give Marvel a lot of credit. Over the last, you know, couple of years, it seems like they've really, you know, broadened the spectrum on what they're looking to publish. You know, from this kind of thing to the, you know, the different horror stuff that they're doing. All, you know, the new revamp of the Max line, the which Dable looks, Brothers. you know, yeah, yeah. The, the Dable Brothers now, the, that stuff that's coming out. I mean, Marvel seems to be really diversifying what they're doing, and, and you know, is this sort of the beginning of Marvel realizing that you know, there's not just superheroes in the world? Well, you know, honestly, it's, it's the fact that there are so many people out there looking for serialized stories. I mean, look at Grey's Anatomy, the success of, uh, look at this whole entire season of uh, new television shows. Serialized storytelling is out there and it's popular, and um, comics are a part of that. There's uh, so many, there's, there's 
so many ways to grow this industry. And, you know, we can sit around and talk about it and say, oh, well, yeah, Josh Whedon on Astonishing X-Men, that's been great. But that's still only going to attract the people who aren't afraid of people with claws and IBs. Um, but, you know, then you've got a book like Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane or even this uh, sort of proper crossover. The biggest thing that we've got to do is bring new people into the stores, which is one of the reasons why I was at the fan club luncheon today, because it's all well and good to put this stuff out there, but until we start educating people on how to find a comic shop and get them into our local comic shop retailers, um, it, it's all just talk. So I'm glad to see that Marvel is committed to doing a lot of this and really trying to grow the market for everybody. Who are the artists on this Guiding Light project? Say what? Who are your artists for this uh, project for Guiding um, Light? Udon did the art, Alex Chung did the pencils, and I swear to God, they, they don't... Um, they, uh, it, it's obviously dealing with um, Procter & Gamble and a television series. You would think that it would have been very, very difficult, but it honestly wasn't. Um, however, getting the list of approved characters to use, everybody actually on the show wanted to be written into the comic. And also, there's <laughs> only so many panels that can be done in eight pages. Um, but uh, once the list was pared down, and then when we found out when these files had to leave house, just from a printing perspective, we had about two and a half weeks to get the whole thing done. And, I mean, those guys, from the minute they got the script, they were constantly working on this. Um, the, the Procter & Gamble people gave very little notes. They, they nailed it. Um, actually, I think I had them change more than CBS or Procter & Gamble asked for. Um, and, you know, I'd, I'd send a note at 8 o'clock at night, and then at 8 a.m. the next morning, I'd see a revised page. So it was, it, it was, it's been great. And I really think they did a good job telling a real classic, clean look uh, that'll be easy for a first-time comic book reader to follow the story. And, uh, and also the characters, sometimes, you know, like on some of those old uh, Star Trek uh, comics, things like that, they kind of looked creepy. You know, they, they, they tried to get so photorealistic that it was just like, oh, God, what is that? Um, I, I think they did a really good job getting a photorealistic look while still maintaining a classic uh, comic book look. Well, besides so, the... I, I, if you can't tell, I'm really happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Well, besides uh, the Guiding Light and the Guiding Light comics, uh, another way that uh, the fans can check out Jim Jim McCann is you are kind of the voice of the Marvel podcast. How's that been for you? I am. It's uh, it's kind of funny. I think I started because John Dokes was out of the office one day and so I hijacked it and I haven't let go. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's been fun. It gives me a chance to really uh, you know invite members of the media and press to you know join us and talk to some of today's greatest creators and people that um, are just have such a great passion for this, the medium that we all work in in comics. Um, my dad actually is very excited though that, uh, that I'm on the the voice of the Marvel podcast. I uh, I didn't even realize that, but he has subscribed to them, and every Saturday his iPod. My father has an iPod blows my mind. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it updates with uh, the latest Marvel podcast, and I again mind-blowing day, I got a text from my dad that said, Ultimate Spidey podcast was great. <laughs> 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 I was just like, okay, hey, my father knows how to send a text. 
<laughs> and he listened to an hour of people talking about Ultimate Spider-Man just to hear me basically say hello and goodbye. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, Jim... You uh, know, God love our fans. Yes. Well, you know, th- thanks again, you know, uh, for three guys that have absolutely no business being regarded as press in any way. You treated us <laughs> like we yeah. were, you know, from, uh, you know, the, the New Yorker, or, you know, New yeah, you, you were just so great and, and gracious and helpful to us. And, uh, and we just want to say thanks and good luck on everything you're, you're doing over there in Marvel because uh, you're a hell of a nice guy and, and uh, we just hope to see more from you. Hi uh, guys, thank you so much, and thanks for everything that you guys do. Congratulations on 50 episodes. I can't wait to uh, hear what the, uh, episode 100 has. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't even want to Pro- think probably about probably three yeah. different guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, All right thanks, Jim, Jim, thank you. Bye bye. Bye guys. Now that you've listened to the podcast, head to the forum section of AroundComics.com to post your thoughts on the show and talk with other comic fans from around the globe. Well, we'd like to thank Jim McCann for joining us. He is a wonderful guy, and uh, we want to thank him for all the help that he has given our little podcast. So, thank you, Jim. Thank you, Thanks, Mr. Jim. And, uh, and I may actually have to check out some Guiding Light now. <laughs> That's scary. Well, <laughs> I don't know. You're going to have to watch all of them then. Collector's mentality. From 1934. Yep. Go to BitTorrent. <laughs> All right. <laughs> BitTorrent. <laughs> BitTorrent, the guiding light. Yes, hey, yes Dave, Dave, Dave. We're, we're recording right now. Record by the bathroom. But hey, we'll, how's it going? Go on. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We want to talk to some other talent right now. So. That was Dave Walker walking by. Um, our guest right now is Len Cody. He is the author of Cisco Kid. And That's correct, yeah. Yeah, so now that is your previous project, which was a three-issue miniseries, correct? That's right, yeah. Gunfire and Brimstone, a three-issue miniseries that came out in the second half of 05. The last uh, issue, number three, came out in December. One came out like in the middle of the summer at some point, and then, so yeah, uh, that 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 was the previous project. That's what I'm signing here today at the at the Minicon. And your upcoming project is also with Moonstone, correct? And it is Wyatt Earp versus the Cisco Kid. That's right. Yeah, it's a uh, Wyatt Earp versus the Cisco Kid. So it's you know fun crossover western. Um, Chuck Dixon, who wrote the Wyatt Earp miniseries for Moonstone wrote the uh, the crossover from Wyatt Earp's perspective, and then I got his script. And so then I basically had the opportunity to retell the story from the Cisco Kids' perspective. So it was a lot, It was a, a fun little exercise, not only just creative writing, you know, um, multiple points of view, but uh, now I, I get to say I collaborated with Chuck Dixon on something, which How blows cool my mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. And I got a chance to, I learned a lot, too, looking at Chuck's uh, scripts. That's cool. Yeah. Now, when does that come out? Um, we've... It's tentatively scheduled for a uh, release, spring release 07, spring of 07. Um, we haven't solicited yet, um, so I'll uh, I'll definitely make a big announcement over the internet when uh, when folks will be able to order it. Uh, you can go over to myspace.com backslash ckvwe. That's as in Cisco Kid versus Wyatt Earp. I'll say it one more time. <laughs> myspace.com. Right backslash. CKVWE. 
So uh, you can go there, and that's kind of the internet headquarters for for all the press that'll be going on with this with this crossover event. I call it the crossover event of independent Western comics. Nice. Yeah. You a fan of westerns? I mean, uh, or did you do any research well, in the genre? Well, the the Cisco Kid. I mean, it's a it, it was a work for hire gig. It was my first uh, miniseries this past three issue miniseries, and. Um, you know, I was just looking for opportunities to to work, and so this uh, they needed a new writer for the Cisco Kid, and I jumped at the opportunity. But I was not a, a born Western fan. Um, it was something that I kind of came to through the research. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of people they still kind of consider Westerns a dead genre, even though there's been kind of a renaissance in comics with sure, things sure. like uh, Jonah Hex and The Loveless. Um, but uh, I really discovered my love of comics, or of comics, I do love comics, of Westerns. Uh, through the research, I, you know, I watched the Dollars trilogy. I watched, you know, Sam Peckinpah, Sergio Leone. You know, I, I really got into Deadwood and just the some of the best American film ever made has been in the Western genre, and uh, and that's how I uh, that's how I the journey of the Cisco Kid has really made me a Western fan now. Well, it's funny, you know, it, it is in film, especially in well, in any any medium, but Westerns keep going through cycles where it's like. You'll see a, a rash of Western stories, and then all of a sudden it's you know it's dead, and nobody wants to touch Westerns. But then they come back. I mean, it's, it's happened already a couple of times, right? Especially yeah. in film. Well, even in the early '90s, there was that whole Tombstone, uh, sure. uh, Unforgiven kind of cycle. That, right. There was a little boom there where everybody was doing Westerns, and then it kind of died down towards the second half of the '90s. But you know now it's happening in comics in a big way, and I you know if if the trend from comics to film is uh, has been any indication, I'm, I think that there's one coming in film sooner or later. Oh, sure. There's um, there's a Jesse James movie starring uh, Brad Pitt that's was supposed to come out in October. It's called uh, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward, some Frank McCall or whoever the guy who shot him in the back was. But uh, you know, it was, it's Brad uh, Pitt, man. Uh, Jack McCall, maybe. I thought it was um, sure, the. Think of those time life books, oh, Sal. God, I Come on, go think of it. Remember, God, I can't think of it now. I thought it was his friend. Uh, Shot a man for snoring. Oh, I'm thinking That's of Billy Suntress the Kid. The I'm thinking of Billy the Kid. Not <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Suntress would know. John, <laughs> John, Suntress. John. Wait, hey, John. Who killed Suntress. Jesse James? Who, who shot Jesse James? Who shot Jesse James? Frank uh, Howard. Or Frank. No, 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 no. That's not his name. McCullough. No, Frank How- or Howard was the. Howard was the alias that Jesse James was using at the time. I can't remember the guy's name. Ah, right. There's a famous Christ. folk song about the death of Jesse James. I Call in know. and tell us. No prize, the person who gets the answer. <laughs> now, now, who are you working on with the uh, with the Wyatt Earth Cisco Kid series? Uh, none other than Eric J., which has been a very, yeah. very satisfying experience. Um, I was on the phone with him last night. I uh, I was hoping he'd be able to call in and take mm-hmm. part in our little talk, but uh, he's very busy. He's working right now as we speak, Good. literally, on the, the Cisco Kid versus That's the Wyatt only Earp. excuse that that <laughs> will take for not being able to join us on the show. And right. If, and if you don't know Eric's work, uh, he, he did. Uh, he was the co-creator on, on Rex Mundy. Right. And a fantastic artist, so that's that's going to be something. He's done some work, uh, The Phantom. Yeah, he did Moonstone. some Phantom for Moonstone, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and now he's working on this with me. I really could be happier about that. Um, he, you know, it's... Uh, I mean, when I was talking with him last night, if I can speak for Eric, I, he said that he's putting a little bit more effort into this. I mean, than he would a monthly series like, for instance, Rex Monday. Not to say they didn't do b- beautiful work on Rex it was, Monday. It was nice. Yeah. But this is going to be a 32-page, you know, giant size one-shot. So, you know, as a, in a comics fan, you kind of expect something more of of, of an event like this, where sure. you know you're, you're just getting one issue, and so you know it's it, you know. Th- 
the, the, the time constraints aren't there like they are with a monthly trying to crank out 22 pages a month. So this is going to be something really special. So if you already like Eric J's work, this is going to be a whole new level of awesomeness. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, has the uh, Chicago Minicon been a good experience for you today? It's been a lot of fun, you know. Good. I mean, uh, I made a few bucks for gas, but the funnest part, or the mo most fun part. <laughs> <laughs> He's a writer. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> part I've enjoyed most is uh, just get a chance to, to uh, talk with all the local uh, Chicago people. You know, I mean, um, I mean, there's a lot of talented people in Chicago, and I think the more the more we get together and, and have a chance to have little events like this and meet each other and, and have a meeting of the minds, the better. You know, uh, we were amazed at how many. We had no idea that there were this many Chicago area writers and, 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 and artists. And, you know, here it was just like we kept you know finding out more and more guys that that lived in the area. It's like wow, it's it's pretty impressive, really. We should all make, like have a big club like an army and just take over the world. <laughs> Start going from town to, to town. We need to have like the hot Chicago art scene. You know, comic book or you know, watch out, Beloit. Watch for out. We're coming to get you, We're Kansas City. You, That's right. That's right. <laughs> Well, Len, um, it's a pleasure. Oh, Thank you so oh, it's much. It's been a lot of fun, yeah. And uh, please keep us updated on uh, Wyatt Earp versus Cisco Kid when it comes out and upcoming projects after that because from everything I've heard is that you're going to be working after that. It's, uh, well, that's, it's that's, exciting. That's the plan. You know, I mean, uh, it's nice to be doing this Chuck Dixon thing. It's kind of high profile and... Uh, I'm all over MySpace. All the, I'm like a 16-year-old girl. I do I'm on MySpace all the time. So. Or at least his profile yeah. says he is. I am a 16-year-old girl. That, 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 that increased all my the top hits, friends, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, if anybody out there in Internet land wants to check me out on MySpace, it's myspace.com backslash Len Cody. That's Cody with a K, my name. And, uh, yeah, and come by. Please come by the, the Cisco Kid uh, Wyatt Earp MySpace page. That's uh, myspace.com backslash CKVWE. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I hope to see some of you guys there, and, and great talking with you. All right. Thanks All right. a lot, Len. Hey, right. thanks a lot. Right. Grab, grab Tony if you can. You got on it. On your way. So. Tony. Hey, it's, well, yeah, it's a good time. How huh? cool is this? I'm having a great time. You having fun? I'm You're having a really yourself? good time, yeah. Well, Chris, you know, i gotta, I got to give you credit, man. I mean, you really did most of the work of putting this thing together. I was sort of like the naysayer. <laughs> the whole, it will like, Are you sure about this? We're, I, I mean, this is going to be... I just kept going, it's either going to be really cool or it's going to be a disaster. And luckily, it, it turned out to be really cool. It hasn't so. reached disaster level no, yet. not yet. There's still a chance, but it's... John Suntress just stabbed it's Francesco. Been, disaster. I think it's... it's Bar and, fight. Uh, it's been a lot of fun and, and interesting and great to see all these guys here and uh, and uh, and now we have a new another guest. Oh, we got we, we, we like guest. take up time as we talk very slow. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Akins, how you doing? Hey, is this on? Because <laughs> it, it I am. Rich, rich dulcet tones of Tony Akins. <laughs> uh, for everyone out there. Uh, I hope that you're reading Jack Fables because it is a wonderful series. You better be. <laughs> it's a challenge. I hey. think the book's doing well, though. Isn't the book, it? the book is doing great. Um, all of, all of the reviews uh, that I've I've read and I've read a, a, a lot of them. The people love it. The people love it. I think the worst thing I've I've read has been, uh, you know, they they don't. The one criticism is, you know, for whoever these short-sighted people are. Uh, it's that they can't see the whole series taking place in this prison camp. They think it's it's this this permanent prisoner arrangement, and it's not. Oh, well, I gotta say, personally, I mean, yeah, I was a huge Fables fan, and when Jack still are, yeah, yeah, I still am a huge. I'm getting bigger every day, and. Uh, <laughs> 
when Jack of Fables first came out, I was like, well, you know, do I want another Jack of Fables? Do I right. want another Fables book? Right? And uh, and I picked up the first issue and I loved it. And I was still just like, well, maybe I can wait for the trade. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting there putting my order in for my books, and I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't could not, not order. It was so good. Get your fix. Yeah, I, I just, I couldn't. You know, it was, just, it was, it was just, and the art was fantastic on it. I just oh, thought it was well, I, I so. love the Fables arc that <laughs> Jack of Fables came out of. Came yeah, out of. That was yeah. one of my favorite arcs in, yeah. the, in the last couple of years. And uh, uh, that was um, Doug um, out of uh, Studio Mercury in, uh, in uh, on the West Coast. Uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Forgive me, but yeah, I I, I read that 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 story arc and, and something clicked and and it's like this is fun. Yeah, it yeah. is. And lo and behold, just a little bit after that, I got a, I got a call from from Shelley. She says, you know, don't take anything because I've got something in the works for you. Nice. And uh, Shelley Bond at, at Vertigo. Mm-hmm. Now. And, with, with Jack Fables, you know we obviously see that. But what else have you worked on? And it's and I'm sure it's a it's a long list of, of wonderful books. It's a long list of 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 yes, it is wonderful is the word. Uh, I don't. The first comic I, I worked on was uh, Rust uh, with Fred Schiller back at at Now and in which was based here in Chicago. That was God eighty six. Yeah, yeah. Eighty six, eighty seven. I was yeah. Say. Wow. And then. You know, Terminator. It's, uh, <laughs> then I was at First Comics, and I was drawing fill-ins uh, of, of Nexus, uh, which uh, I, I've, I've come across online, and I'm stunned that I, I actually did that. I mean, it, <laughs> uh, you're like, whoa, when, yeah. when did I do that? <laughs> it, 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 was, it was weird, you know, because uh, that, that first time, I, I was a, a professional commercial artist. I wasn't a comic book artist, mm-hmm. so when I, I, I came in, uh, kind of by accident, I sort of fell into it. So I was I was fairly ignorant of of what was happening in the, in the industry. So I, you know, being a professional artist, I, I I I you know I saw Steve Blue's work and I thought, oh, this guy's you know really good, but I I didn't have a grasp of just what this was. I was filling in on it, and now I I, I, I see Nexus and I'm like, man, I uh, was a part of that. So that's cool. cool. So after Nexus, uh, I was at Dark Horse and, and did license stuff for them. Star Wars, uh, Tales of the Jedi, and then uh, some alien stuff. And then I, I kind of got out of the business for, for eight years. Wow. Yeah. Like time. a lot of comic book fans. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> say everyone. Everyone. Writers. Like artists. Tide of lemmings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and just really didn't I didn't look back you know I figured it, it, it was over and then I got a call from from Vertigo um, thanks t- to uh, Jill Thompson and, and Brian okay. Azzarella uh, Jill and I we shared a studio at the time and so she would take and Jill's work is fantastic oh, she's, she's awesome I just had lunch with her yesterday hi babe <laughs> I don't think she's listening <laughs> she will be <laughs> um, so uh, she was uh, showing my, my pencils to people at, at Vertigo and then Shelly Bond just gave me a call out of the blue and said what are you doing like do you want to draw comics? And I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> and that's you know, and that's that was the the. the so this Fables is your Phillips. first work you've done in eight years. Yeah, the when it, uh, the Fables was the Fables issue twenty two. Okay, yeah, and yeah. And then uh, the the Big B World War Two stories. Those, right, those yeah. were the first. Those were that was the first stuff yeah, you've done. Wow, like eight years. Yeah, great, Man. great two issue. Oh, wasn't it I, so oh, cool? Yeah. Oh my god, I can't. And that's the thing. It's like I, I, I'm so lucky because you know Fables is such an awesome title. 
and I can't imagine. There's so many different types of stories yeah. you can tell coming from that. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is that the last time you were working in comics, Bill Willingham was like writing elementals. Right. It was, see, that's, <laughs> that's the irony. I mean, the last thing I did in comics was Ghost of the Chance. Uh, it was a double issue uh, elemental story that Bill wrote. Or, or you know, the the the, the second Kamiko, the evil Kamiko. Wow. And so it was, it, it, it's, it was so strange. Kamiko of Earth Two. Yeah, yeah, it was so strange to to, to work on that, walk away from comics, and, and the come, first thing that come comes back, back is, is Willingham. Wow, you know, that is great. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and I just found out that Shelley, at the original Kamiko, Shelley Robert, so she was Bill's original editor. On, on Elemental, so it's, it's all connected. Like the, yeah, yeah wow. it's, it's really weird. Kamiko is really like half a second away from having fables. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone involved, it's the, they're so close, but they did quite, yeah. just couldn't quite get it. Oh. <laughs> so now, are you like you know completely back into comics now? Or are you looking? Oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like completely back in. I mean, the, the the Jack of Fables is is pretty much what consumes me. It's because it's it's working with with. Bill and it's working with Matt Sturges and Shelley's such an awesome editor and I, and I love and, being and, a and your Bill. anchor who was going to be here today but has like 16 pages to ink by like <laughs> Thursday that's, uh, that's Andrew Peepoy Andrew Peepoy who's yeah. a wonderful wonderful guy and we're going to have Andrew hopefully on the show here in the next couple months but really nice guy he is he, the, he, the man is a, a walking repository of information a guy I, I, we, we trade trips uh, as far as you know exchanging pages and every time I go to his house, you know, there's like something amazing to look at on the wall, original yeah. art. And he'll go, well, I, you know, I use this, this, you know, I was thinking of uh, this artist from the 40s who was drawing this strip. And I, I have no idea what he's talking about, but he knows. You just and nod. So, yeah. like, That's why he yeah. and Suntress get along so well. You know, they <laughs> yeah. sit back and wax nostalgic. It's, it's astounding. I, I'm so ashamed because he, 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 he loves this craft. He loves this craft. And... and uh, and this time around, in comics, you know, it's like, I'm, it's the craft, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I, I, my ears and my eyes are open, I'm just not, you know, sort of skating through the way I was before, and treating things as, as you know. Secondary, uh, yeah. well, to your true art, or, you know, Exactly, because I was doing storyboards for TV commercials okay, before, sure. and, 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 and the comic stuff, and, and. They both suffer, but now it's just, it's just comics. Because well, do you feel well, from the last time that you were working in the industry that the, the perception of it has changed from it being maybe a little bit more recognized as, as an art form? Yeah, yeah, it, it, there's definitely that. Because the industry was on the cusp of that then, you know, because there, there was that, 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 that blooming that was sort of happening. Sure, yeah, and, and Watchmen coming out yeah, and, and, yeah. Uh, and which, Mouse and stuff like that exactly. coming out at that time. That really and that's got where I, I kind of like came into it because I, as a kid I read, I was all horror, you know, all the war and stuff. That's all I, I, I digested. So I was, I was never a superhero artist. And after that, uh, it was the Watchmen. It was it was Mel's uh, Love and Rockets. Those were the sure. things that were shown to me in the, in the mid '80s. That kind of like, oh, th- this is happening. And so uh, there was that 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 mo- that that event of of, of comics becoming mm-hmm. you know just sort of evolution. Quite, yeah, 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 the critical the acclaim. You know, the winning of the Pulitzer and all that. Mm-hmm. And this time around, it's yeah, the, the comics is. Uh, it's 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 recognized as you know, a, a, know the art form that it is. Yeah, that it really is. Yeah, it's 
whether it's it, you're, you're treating it as, as, as a whether Hollywood's treating it as, as a resource or right. a training ground for ideas or yeah, however it's 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 something vital and it's something important because mm-hmm. it's it is it's 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 an art form it's and you know in in things like this like the signing you you listen to the creators and what they're talking about and it's just amazing conversations of just like you know just blowing up with mm-hmm. creative ideas and just you know the thoughts and ideas in this room today are just frightening just yeah. the the creative yeah, you know, uh, must have been like fifty different Wolverine stories. <laughs> <laughs> fifty uh, different. <laughs> no, I didn't hear one mention. <laughs> one mention. Not Wolverine. one Wolverine. I got a pitch for a Wolverine book. Let me tell you that. You always have a pitch for a Wolverine book, but it's always a silly um, one. It's always yeah. You said, you said you you were working with storyboards for TV before. Yeah, what, for television uh, commercials. Yeah. Oh, okay. So so how did you find the difference between that and when you first got into comics, as far as moving from storyboarding to Sequential art in in comic books. Well, yeah, sequential is the operative word. I mean, I I had the advantage of understanding, you know, what it was to to tell a basic story uh, in in 30 seconds. Right. And and so I just transferred that to, you know, an extended book. The the difference was reading a a longer script and, 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 and living living with a book, right. living with an idea for, for a, a month. Um, and storyboarding is probably what, what gave me a little bit of an edge when I first came in, into mm-hmm. comics. Because um, I, I understood the importance of, of telling a story sequentially, but as far as understanding... Um, what do you think it was? It was because there's so much more creative freedom in it, oh yeah that's in it common, you know exactly. what I mean so that it, it, it's almost like you don't you know oh the lid comes off it's, right, it's like right you, yeah. you, you, and, and that's what's great about it you you understand the, the amount of restraint that's in, imposed on you in, in storyboarding, storyboarding. You know, I mean enjoying you know enjoying a page of Jack of Fables you know just just the in the expressions you know you, Never have somebody, you know, angry or, or, or you know, or crestfallen or crying in in a TV in, in a, a car TV commercial. Ad. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> like, I hate this Mercury with yeah, say. Yeah, you know, this is a spoof. I mean, I I get to handle so much more of an, an emotional range, uh, physical range. Uh, Settings. I mean, it, yeah, the, the lid is off. You get to draw something besides content. Yes. <laughs> but, but I would, ima- I, I would imagine at first that may be intimidating. It is to, intimidating you know, at first. Yeah, that. coming back to it. Yeah. Uh, what was great was coming back, I, I, I drew issue 22, and that issue pretty much took place in a hotel room. It, it, and uh, so I got to uh, just go back to basics. And Shelly right. has, has uh, a very defined uh, sort of demand on a layout in, in paneling and so it's very basic and so I got I got to ease into it and then with uh, the the Bigby uh, war stories mm-hmm. uh, that was fantastic because I'm, I'm you know an armchair historian so I got to draw all this stuff that I love oh that's cool which which you know w- was great and so that also helped sort of ease the process of, of coming back in because it is it's it's you 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 understand that you know you don't have to lock a camera down uh, in order to you know get a shot. You can pull it around. You can zoom in mm-hmm. on, on, on certain details, uh, which I, I really did in those two issues. 
so I, you could tell I was sort of getting my, my legs back. Right, right. And, uh, and with Jack, it's, 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 that's just continuing. There, there are just like new things happening, you know, with every script. So is Jack Fables going to be it for a little while? Is that oh, yeah. you say you're con- consumed with it? That's, yeah. So nothing else on the horizon. Jack Fables is nothing is, else on the horizon. Okay. I mean, I've got a couple, of, you know, like like pinups for friends and things okay. like that. Uh, but Jack of Fables is, uh, you know, that's uh, I'm rolling with that. It's I, I'm working on issue nine right now. Oh wow, fantastic! So and uh, all I can say is just you know, just keep reading because it. it, it the, the story just it, it, it's great now. That's a it's, fun character. He's he's a blast. Yeah. He's, a, he's he's a blast. He's I, such I, a I, dick. He is. He's, <laughs> he's like he's, the closest to actual people. Yeah, of all he them. Is. yeah, yeah. He's he the is. actual. He's, he's the one normal, <laughs> like normal, real, actually normal one of all those characters. You know, he, I, I, he's an uber mook. I mean, he's 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 I. I I'm I'm appalled at, at his, <laughs> his, his behavior, and I, I love it. It's, it's, yeah. Well, yeah, there's it's, a big times going on for Fables. I mean, it's almost a franchise. You've got mm-hmm. you've got the, the main series, and then they just come out with the 25 cent issue, yep. which reprints uh, issue number one. Jack of Fables is rocking and rolling, and then they have a uh, Thousand Nights of Winners. Yes, which uh, yeah, was set the the heart hardcover. Hard cover? Yeah. Hard cover. That comes out in November. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. And yeah. that I'm really looking forward oh, to. Oh, the, the art I've seen on that is is fantastic. Uh, Jill and I were just talking about it yesterday at lunch. Uh, it, yeah, it's it is. It's a, it's a terrific franchise. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's it's amazing what that series has been able to do. What the thing about fables that I always see it's uh you get these forum posts all the time. Mm-hmm. It's uh you know what should I tell my girlfriend to read? And it's always you know fables. Why the last man? <laughs> yeah, man, that's know. those are the ones yeah. I give my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. so, what what is it about that series that seems to be I don't know female accessible? I, I think well, you know, it's it's fairy tales, uh, and the fairy tales have to have to do with 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 romance. It's there's something very basic about that, um, and so I, I think that's that's the easy sell sell for for female readers. But then when you get into, um, you know, the, the the drama of 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 this exile and the backstories and, and the, comp- the politics, yes. and, the, oh, yeah. and there's just so much. That's what I love about that book is. That, and I think you said it earlier times. You can do anything in that mm-hmm. book. You can go in any direction you, you want. Can. You can do fantasy. You can do you know war. You can do you know whatever you want. Politics, politics yeah. Yeah. drama, Mystery, romance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just anything you could. Well, and, and these characters yeah. have been around for you know hundreds of years. So you can go back and you can tell them oh, the war story. Right. There, Jack's got uh, stories coming up where he, he he'll be doing exactly that, going back and telling. Uh, you know, a very tall tale about what actually happened a couple of hundred years ago. Uh, I can't give any details, but it's... Oh, it's, come on. It, just come between us. But it's like the original tall tale. And uh, and that's... Bill and I were, were uh, uh, teleconferencing and he was talking about this. And I, I thought, you know, this... You can. This this book can do anything, anywhere, at any at any time, yeah. and but you can have any historical character, uh, fictional character. It's it's just it's, it's over the top. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing with that series. If you had said, you know, there's going to be a spinoff series from Fables, I would have assumed that it would have been Bigby, and right. that they picked Jack was, I think, 
really interesting because there's a lot. You you really know Bigby and mm-hmm. you know what that character is. There was so much left to do with Jack with the whole Hollywood thing, and whatnot. But you know, maybe they'll maybe they'll do a, a Bigby spinoff. But probably. I mean, because see, I think obviously, again, going back to uh, the, the 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 female draw, it's. Bigby and Snow, is, they're, yeah. they're, they're such an anchor for, mm-hmm. for, for the whole series. And, and uh, I know that if they were ever sort of removed from that, that main storyline, it would have an effect on, on, on Fables. If Bigby got You're it, always conscious in that book of where Bigby is. Exactly. Like you when he's really not are. in it. You What's know he's effect? not in yeah. it. it. Yeah, like it's always being about... Being there or not being there. Yeah, yeah, like it's always yeah. about where he is in relation right. to and what... And what's he going to do when he comes back and yeah. he's pissed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I think, exactly. I think, you know, I think Fables is like a year away from being like the X-Books. It's just going to be like nine Fables. They'll do stories, Big you know, back Big in Beal, the homeland. Bigby yeah. will be in like 12 books at the same <laughs> yeah. time. He's the Wolverine. <laughs> the, the Arabian Nights spinoff. He's going to go Wolverine versus Bigby sketches. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Turner <laughs> covers. What, what we need to do is, coming up here in the next few months, we need to have you come back on the show and we need to call Bill and talk about Fables. Never. Uh, never he happen. shot my idea on, down. Bill's a mute. He can't talk. That's why he's, he's such writes. a good writer. <laughs> uh, no, I, I would be happy to come back on. Um, it's uh, uh, Actually, I'm seeing Bill next weekend in Austin um, at a uh, Remembrance. It's the first annual uh, Remembrance Day party that's being put on by a retailer down there. So Bill, Matt, I have no idea. It's, it's so hush-hush, and I don't know why, but it's, it's going to be a big deal, uh, apparently. Okay. Apparently, okay. but I will see Bill next week and, and uh, put in the I, word for us. Put in a good I, word for I, us. I will because <laughs> this is just so much fun. <laughs> well, well, Tony, thank you so much. And You're next welcome. time we need to have a table for you. Yeah. What are you just kind of wandered in? Yeah, he's <laughs> off the street. He's not <laughs> even here for the signing. He's like, I'm like, who's, who's the dude in the corner? Oh, yeah, he draws Jacks. Who's table. the tall guy? I, why is he not <laughs> signing books? You know? I was just walking by and somebody tricked me. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, next time we do one of these crazy things, we got to set you up with a table proper. And uh, and definitely, we'd love to have you back on the show. I'd love to be here. All right. Thank Great. you very All much. Right, thank you. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, that will bring uh, to a close our first half of first the half of our fiftieth episode. So it's like fifty point five. Wait, and my my mind is racing doing the well, math. Well, we now. knew that was going to happen. I mean, it's, you know, we had so many great creators that you know wanted to talk and voicemails and people we called and yeah, you know, what the hell? It's uh, a lot to look forward to in the second episode, though. Yeah, there's a ton of great stuff in the second episode, so don't miss that. And so, but we wanted to break it up because. Otherwise, people will be emailing us bitching because it's too long, and <laughs> we, 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 we have our we have our our tear uh, teary eyed heartfelt thank you to everyone at the end of our second episode. That so, we do. so we won't reenact that for you. Um, we, we won't act that way. But um, Sal, thank you very much for our first fifty episodes. It's thank been you, Chris. it's been a fun time. It and, has been uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, it has. I, I enjoy every Friday night. I look forward to it, and I hope that our uh, listeners look forward to Monday morning when they come out. Uh, tune in next Monday whenever we have the second half. Are we going to do it on Monday? Um, Tuesday, Thursday? I don't know. Yeah, we might Whenever. do it on Monday, or we might do a new episode We'll see Monday. what happens. We'll see what happens. Re- refresh your iTunes, Yeah, and it it'll might pop be later up. in the You'll week. You'll get one eventually. Don't whine. Oh, <laughs> stop your bitch. It's all going to get pushed back. <laughs> yeah, we're delayed. The we're times. Civil, civil War delay. 
We're delayed. We got tie-ins and crossovers that are late. And <laughs> we are liars. Did anybody, did anybody touch on what what, uh, what? Mr. Mr. Neesman here got his his special Francesco drawing? Oh my Francesco! Oh yeah, well, oh, yeah. we talked about. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, but that's next tales. episode, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think I have no idea. second half. So. Well, I tell you Teaser. what, folks. Uh, tune in for the next episode. It'll be the second half of our fiftieth episode. Still doesn't make sense. Fifty and a half. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in the meantime, we'll be everywhere in. And around, and around comics. comics. Second half. If you would like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the contact us section of our website. For that and the latest in comics news and opinions, go to www.aroundcomics.com. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next week, where the panel will change, but our mission stays the same, bringing you the best in discussion, news, and reviews in and around comics. Comics.